2020. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. And I'm John. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So Exodus 25. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the kind of that, like you said, uh, before the back half of Exodus. Yeah. And remember where we've already been. Yeah. God has already redeemed his people out of bondage. They've already come to Mount Sinai, right, to enter into this covenant with God and receive the law. And now we have the instructions right. for the tabernacle. Yep. And this tabernacle is basically um, this portable structure that Israel is going to carry through the wilderness that symbolized the presence of God on earth until the real temple came with Solomon. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that, uh, yeah, I think, it's Graham Goldsworthy. He does this good. He just builds yeah. out a framework of kind of how to track yourself wherever you are in the Bible, yeah. right? And so the grid that he's going to use is that in each place you're going to get this. God's people mm-hmm. in God's place mm-hmm. submitting to God's rule. Yeah. And everywhere you can kind of look and say, all right, God's people, mm-hmm. all right, who are the people that God is choosing to interact with, God's place, where is God's presence uniquely dwelling, and God's rule. How do people understand what God wants and requires uh, of them? And so here, you know, we see that, you know, the Israelites, the tabernacle is a good thing that you bring up because, all right, God's saying, no, no, this is this is how y'all are going to, what? picture or understand my presence mm. among you yeah it's portable y'all are on the move mm. so i want you to know that i'm gonna go with you mm. right in god's rule um that law yeah but yeah why is the tabernacle so important here why spend time they spend a lot of time recording on, on the pages of scripture mm. how it should be built and constructed because it's the goal of the bible it's mm. trying to illustrate the goal of History, hmm. life, scripture, redemption, creation, everything. The goal of the Bible, that's, those are big words. To dwell with God. That's it. To commune with God. Yep. And God is saying, yo, if 1 through 18 was how you, like. I found some more results. I can show them if you ask me Sorry, we got this little AirPod on in the back in series. Yeah, it's talking. <laughs> Girl, we ain't talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) If 1 through 18 is how Israel gets saved, 19 through 24 is the covenant relationship he establishes. 25 through 40 is how in this period of of history, God is dwelling with his people. In John chapter 1, it's going to say, yo, Jesus came to earth and he dwelt among us. That word is he tabernacled among us. Because it's like, yo, at the end of the day, God wants to dwell with his people. Redemption is a means to an end. And that end is communing with God in the presence of God forever. Uh, That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's the point of all this, all these deep details. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, 26 comes and he's going to describe even further and further. So in in 25, he talked about the different parts, the mercy seat, the table of the bread of the presence, the lampstand, Ark of the Covenant. All that good stuff. And in 26, he's going to say, yo, have the cherubim worked into the interior, mm. right? So there's this aspect of uh, when we look back at, at Genesis 1 through 3, we see that the cherubim were in the Garden of Eden. So what is he saying? Like, this is a mini Eden. And they were dwelling in the presence of God before they sinned. And so you see the Bible keeps rerunning That's kind of good. its major themes over and over and over. And again, Moses is still on top of Mount Sinai getting all the instructions. <laughs> 
I remember in class, they was like, yo, was he just sitting there just listening? Just like, God was just depositing all this to his head? We don't know. Yeah. But we do know this, that he was on the mountain. Why? Because again, the mountain represented heaven. It was yeah. like this touch point between heaven and earth. And so he has to go up into the heavens to get the blueprint right, right from God about how to build the tabernacle because the tabernacle was supposed to reflect heaven. Right. You think about Jesus, bro. Mm. He has to go up. He has yeah. to ascend. Come on. And bring the spirit back down. Come the spirit on. has to come back down because he it. has to go with the blueprint of God yeah. to build the house of God, which would be his people. Mm. And that's how he does it uh, in the New Testament. Yeah. So yeah, that's why yeah. Moses is here receiving all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, 28, and I may be getting ahead of myself, but 28.3, man, the thing that just stuck out to me was the way that uh, mm -hmm. God talks about the people who are doing ordinary work, right? Mm. They're seamstresses getting ready to sow the stuff. And yet he says, I filled them with the spirit of wisdom to make these garments, right? Mm -hmm. That we see like God's gifts, they look very unspiritual at times, yeah. right? These aren't prophets. These are just people that are, you know, nice with needle and thread. Yeah. Uh, but it's something that like God is honored by the seemingly small and mundane things. And again, right, where, right, that's not, the major point of the main point, but we're getting an insight, a window yeah. into what God is like, right? God is not just honored by these big, great, grand gestures of prophetic wisdom mm. and miraculous deeds, mm. but even somebody as seemingly insignificant, mm -hmm. right, as a seamstress that... Yeah. is doing their work for the glory of God. God saying, no, 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 I put my spirit in them to do this task. And, and we see just how big of a deal mm -hmm. some of the small things are to God that we overlook. Yeah, yeah. You're going to see throughout this narrative that everybody has a role, right? Yeah. And God is going to emphasize mm -hmm. that over and over. One of the things I thought about, bro, is that it's best to think of the tabernacle. Yeah. Um, as a mobile Mount Sinai. So remember they oh, came to good. Mount Sinai yeah. and, and that's where they met with the presence of God. Yeah. Now the tabernacle is going to be a mobile Mount Sinai. So it's kind of like pay phones and cell phones. Uh. John, you're old enough to remember. <laughs> there was a time when you had to go to one specific place to make that call if you was out. Ooh, yeah. And it was like, yo, hey man, I'm at the pay phone. I'm about to leave. I'm going to be here. <laughs> right. I was a young boy back then so I don't really know how it really went. Oh, like they had... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pagers, right? Yeah. And pagers are the yeah. If you're if you were born in two thousand, yeah. right? Me trying uh, to explain it, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. There's yeah, just yeah. not enough time. Yeah, Google pager, but you would get a note, and you would have to go and find a payphone. Pay if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, the best they could do is give you this like um, distanced tap on your hip, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you got to go and find a phone, right? Yeah. But what you're saying is, oh, wait, the cell phone. Even if you're not in their, even if you can't see them, right. you can still commune and have a conversation. That's with them, good. Even when you're on your journey. That's good. Right? And so for them here, bro, they're going to be wandering in the wilderness trying yeah. to get to the promised land and God is with them. Right. That's the whole point. Ah, as good. they go, as they journey, right. God, he's not stuck at this mountain. Right. Wherever we go, no matter what we face, God is with us. And that's the same thing for us today, bro. That's good, No matter bro. where we go, God is with us. That's good, bro. Yeah. Especially considering this is a group of people who understood and they saw God's presence yeah. delivering them out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. 
and across the Red Sea. Yeah. And as soon as they get into this new place, they start to wonder, mm. has God left me behind? Yeah. Is God done with me? And God's mm. like, nah, wherever y'all at, that's where I'm at. Yeah. yeah. Amen. And then 28, last thing I want to say is it zooms in on the priests. Right. And so uh, what it's going to say here is it's going to it's going to talk about uh, the garments and everything that they wore. Right. Yeah, yeah. But one of the things that's crazy is that the same precious stones and metals used in the... Uh, construction and building of the tabernacle are the same ones that are going to be used for the priest's garments. That's good. And the thing is, the priest's garments are to reflect the tabernacle. Why? Yeah. Because the, the divine heavenly glory of God was to be reflected on the priests. Yeah. And with, with the priests, how the priests function in Israel mm. uh, uh, individually is in a sense how the people are to function corporately. Right. right? Not only is Israel's priests to reflect the glory of God, mm. but the people are to reflect the glory of God so that people could come and worship God. Amen. So you see the intimate details, right. but it's trying to make a bigger point. God wants us to reflect his glory to the world right. so that people can come know him. Yep. Yeah. And not through fancy garment <laughs> investment, right? right? But through, yeah, the luster that is a transformed life where Amen. people look see our good deeds and give glory to our father in heaven yeah let's pray yeah father we uh thank you for the details god and the difference uh, they make for how uh, we know you and how we worship and commune with you lord we pray that today we will remember that you are with us in the wilderness uh, through your spirit it's in jesus name we pray amen amen